0: building an indian brand i think that's honestly what has been driving us from day one right you know i i remember you know if you if you just think about it right you walk into a taj hotel get greeted by indian hospitality somebody wearing an indian sari but when you go to the room you're being served uh, darjeeling tea by a twinings of london right i mean that's honestly you know uh, what we are working to solve for right i mean we, we take that personally you know and even when i was starting wadham you know by my only sense was you know why can't an indian brand do that right i mean we buy wine from france and chocolates from switzerland but for some reason a delma sri lanka was selling more darjeeling tea than any indian brand was to make, right <laughs> Hello and welcome to this episode of Direct to a Billion Consumers. My name is Arjun Vaidya and I'm your host. Today, I'm very excited to have with us my good friend Bala Sarda. Other than being a friend, Bala is someone I've looked up to for a really long time. A stellar founder who's built one of my favorite brands, Vadam. I am very patriotic and must say he has truly taken chai to the world. And along the way, he was honored by being a part of the Forbes 30 under 30, Entrepreneur 35 under 35, Business World 40 under 40, and many more lists. Bala doesn't usually do these kind of things, so I'm even more excited that I've convinced him to do this. Bala, so great to finally have you on the show. Hey, hi Arjun, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me on the show and thanks for that wonderful introduction. Right back at you, I really am inspired with whatever you've done with Dr. Gadia. So this is a privilege to be uh, you know, speaking on this podcast with you here. So we're really excited to have you and, and, and I think Bala, this conversation is going to dig a little bit deeper in, into your story than what we've seen in the press. Um, so let's start actually from the early days, you know, you started a company at the age of 23 and I wanted to know, like, how did that feel? I remember starting off at 24 and a half and being young is an is an advantage in some cases, but in India, I feel like it's a disadvantage in many, right? So tell us about being so young and starting and, and sort of how it felt and what are the trials and tribulations? Absolutely, right? So I think, uh, Arjun, honestly, uh, you're right, right? So, uh, you know, there are a set of pros and cons when you're starting up that young. And, you know, if you ask me very, very honestly, I wouldn't even recommend it to a lot of folks. And I would, you know, I would rather ask folks to work for a few years uh, and then start up as it just optimizes you for success even more. But I think, honestly, my background was slightly unique. And, you know, I had this you know entrepreneurial bug right from my childhood so you know while even in my undergrad uh, i was running a couple of student startups one was a digital marketing company one was a youth marketing company you know i i didn't sit for placements i was very sure i was not going for mb even though i was i was decently uh, okay in my academics, right? But I, I just just wanted to sort of, you know, take the plunge and start something of my own, create value. One more thing, I think, you know, unlike what most people might think, you know, I had absolutely no idea I would join the tea industry because, you know, even though I've grown up, you know, amongst tea, my dad's born and brought up in Darjeeling, you know, all my early, you know, childhood uh, holidays have been, you know, in some, some tea estate. You know, from the outside, the tea industry looked very, very boring and commoditized, right? So even though I knew I would want to do something it was definitely not tea but then again you know you know as I as I you know sort of graduated and uh, started looking at real things to do right like a real scalable idea you know my earlier company was more of a student startup I actually started researching multiple you know multiple industries and one of them was of course tea you know given I was doing this in Darjeeling at my uh, you know we have a small family holiday house in Darjeeling and I was spending time there right after my graduation and that's when I actually went deeper in the industry and realized that there is a tremendous opportunity to, you know, take India global. So that's that's broadly, you know, how, uh, you know, Wadham came along uh, very early on. No, I think that's that's really interesting because I had a similar story of how I started, right? Ayurveda has been my family legacy for a really long time. But then you gravitate to saying, I'll do anything but that. But then when you dig deeper and, and you sort of feel the passion, something, something finally… <laughs> moves you back there. But but you know you, Bala, you talked about family legacy and this has been covered, but but I, I really love this story. So I'm gonna talk to you about it again. Vadham is actually your father's name spelled backward, right? Mother. Um and you have a family legacy in T in some way, right? So how does it feel to be taking forward your family legacy in a different way? Do you go to your dad for advice? How is that whole relationship? No absolutely Arjun so i think uh, yeah just for uh, all the listeners to sort of know you know i personally come with a lineage of over 85 years you know, in the tea industry now. So I think our story, uh, like like Arjun, we we keep discussing that it's very similar. I'm a fourth generation entrepreneur, like probably the fourth generation in my family to join or run a tea industry. And honestly, if you look at, I think the feeling is incredible, right? Because I think, you know, after you've raised all this, you know, I think all this, I mean, as glamorous as as it may seem from the outside, right? You know, I think real fulfillment is, you know, when your parents are actually proud of what you're doing, right? And know how many millions of dollars you might raise, you know, I think nothing can actually overtake that so my father in fact uh, you know he, like I said he's born and brought up with Dasving you know has again had a very entrepreneurial mindset I think my early uh, you know I think my entrepreneurial mindset right from a very early age I think definitely stems from what I've seen with my dad you know he of course wanted to do a lot of what we are trying to do at Padam but again like I said right the family business was more into bulk export you know much much smaller than what we are today you know primarily into retail so I'll, I'll give you an example my great grandfather actually set up the first tea in in Darjeeling in 1931, you know, where visiting tourists used to come and buy these things, different tea gardens, right? So that's originally how how this legacy started. But I think today, absolutely, I think today it's it's been a phenomenal journey, and I think it's more than anything, it's it's a very fulfilling. I think for me, especially my parents. Given where we, you know, we have seen Badam grow a bit, even though I think there is a lot of more work to do. Given you know how how big this industry is and and the kind of impact we think we can create with a business like ours. And yeah, then my father I think continues to you know even though he's he's not actively involved in the business, but I think he still advises us on you know the tea sourcing. I, he's he's a tea taster and probably one of the better tea tasters in the country. So he still advises us you know on on some of the more premium you know lots we uh and you know I think more than that I think you know the direction overall on a personal level I think definitely comes from you know whatever he has done in his life no I think that's a that's a beautiful story and it blends together the old with the new and, and what you're really doing is taking forward sort of India's legacy as I said earlier I'm a super patriotic person and, and you know what I really really love about what you've done at Vadham is take T global Right. And so I wanted to know about this whole story of going global. Right. So when and how did you decide that you wanted to take Vadam Global? Um and, and was it smooth sailing from day one? Tell us about that journey of going global with tea. No, absolutely, Arjun. I think honestly, what really, you know, like I said, my family business was primarily into retail in India, a bit of bulk exports. You know, after I decided that this is what I want to do, you know, and do something, you know, new, you know, probably build a brand in this industry. I actually ended up joining my family business for a couple of years and I'll actually talk to you about a couple of things, right, which which made us believe that, you know, this is the right thing to do. One, you know, as we you know, India is this magical land of ingredients, right? India grows. 25% of the world's tea production. In fact, a third of the quality tea available in the world comes from India. You know, in fact, even if you look at herbs and spices, like say, for example, a turmeric, right, which is this massive trend globally, you know, 80% of the world's turmeric comes from India, right? And very early on, when I started looking at the market, right, one of the key things I realized was that, that there was an opportunity to make available a much better quality product as well right i mean somebody like me who's tasted these you know fresh in the gardens and then you know when i used to go to some of these markets outside i realized that there was a big gap in between which we could solve for by cutting out middlemen leveraging technology e-commerce that was number one and i think on the brand side and like you said right i think you know being passionate about you know, building an Indian brand. I think that's honestly what has been driving us from Day One, right? You know, I I remember. You know, if you if you just think about it, right? You walk into a Taj Hotel, get greeted by Indian hospitality. Somebody wearing an Indian sari. But when you go to the room you're being served uh tea by a Twining's of Dr. right? I mean that's honestly you know uh, what we are working to solve for, right? I mean we we take that personally, you know. And even when I was starting Wadham you know, my my only sense was you know why can't an Indian brand do that, right? I mean we buy wine from France and chocolates from Switzerland, but for some reason a Dilma or Sri Lanka was selling more Darjeeling tea than any Indian brand was doing, right? And I just wanted to change that to be honest, right? You know, I, in fact, I remember in 2015, things were not as easy as it is today. There were not many Indian brands which were coming out of India. And as you know, right, historically, we have not been great at building global brands as Indians. In fact, I remember, uh, you know, consulting with this CMO of a big, you know, FFCC company in India. And he, in fact, told me that don't put India in your positioning or your logo or your packaging. Because that will work against you and you know, I I was thinking like, this is why I want to start up, right? How can I not do that? So I think, you know, from there, you know, to today, today in 21, I think things have obviously drastically changed. And uh, I think, you know, the the core challenge early on was, of course, convincing a global consumer or a foreign consumer in the United States or Europe and telling them that, you know, we Indians are also capable of, you know, uh, making available high quality products under a aesthetic brand positioning and you know a brand which they can actually trust and you know connect with right so that honestly was the number one challenge you know we were working uh, towards and you know uh, today of course you know i'm glad and you know we we, we see that that has changed tremendously. Uh, lots more to do and I think with entrepreneurs like you and you know, the kind of entrepreneurs we seeing now in the Indian ecosystem, you know, together we can actually change that. To be very honest, that's, that's uh, truly the number one driving force, you know, that, that gets me to get up in the morning every day and do what we have been doing for the last six years at Badham India. And, and I think that, you know, when I established in India, at least was a part of your earlier logo, right? And I find that story really interesting of, of someone telling you, hey, remove India from the logo, but you went ahead and sort of built that, that, that brand of India. I remember from my experience as well, one experience in college actually got me thinking, why is it like this, right? So I remember when I was in the US doing my undergrad, I had a Dutch friend teach Indian kids yoga, right? And I was like, why, what? How does this make sense, right? And then also yoga pants, yoga mats, yoga gyms, yoga apparel. And I started thinking to myself, they've taken what we have, repackaged and rebranded for modern consumers and made it sexy. So my goal then with Ayurveda was also, hey, we have to repackage and rebrand it for modern consumers. But we have to bring the goodness to the world. So so I think I think kudos to you for, for taking, taking tea to the world and taking Indian tea to the world. I think one thing I wanted to talk about. Further about actually is 100 plus countries, right? So, Vadham is in 100 plus countries now. Let's stop and think about that, right? 100 is a really large number. And and we know a lot about the US, right? Bala, that's something that we've been exposed to. It's been written about a lot. But, you know, FMCG's deep footprint is something I really love. So, tell us about outside of the US, your favorite global consumer stories with Vadham, right? I'm sure there are many of these. No, absolutely, Arjun, I think first of all, uh, you know, yeah, absolutely, we have now shipped to over 100 plus countries and would love to clarify that, you know, we have a global store, you know, where we, you know, anybody from anywhere in the world, most of the countries in the world can order and, and like I said, right, a third of the world's quality P comes from India, so that's that's how we are able to actually get access to peak consumers from so many countries, you know, even though majority of our revenue, at least today, comes from the US, UK, Germany and a couple of other markets, so four or five countries account for almost 80 to 90 percent of our revenue. That's number one. And number two, I think, uh, you know, uh, absolutely, right. I think uh, with Vadham, you know, one of the key, one of the things you will notice is that, you know, every pack of Vadham TV we sell, you know, comes, uh, you know, with my email ID inside it, right. And and as as, uh, digitally first or digitally native entrepreneurs, as we call ourselves, right, I think one of the key things, you know, key advantages for us is to get to know our consumers better and, you know, have that back loop right so while we you know do that we end up getting hundreds and hundreds of reviews every week you know a few of them on my on my direct email id as well uh but honestly i think the ones i really love you know the most are you know customer stories or customer reviews from indians who are settled abroad right so coming back to you know what we were just discussing you know uh, i don't know if i mentioned this but 95 percent of our revenue is from mainstream americans and europeans right so we're not a brand for the diaspora as a few of you might think we're actually selling to mainstream uh, consumers in these markets, right? But, you know, whenever an Indian actually identifies and, and realizes that this is an Indian brand and being available in a market like the US, uh, you know, we get some very, very heartfelt customer reviews from very proud Indian customers, which actually has been my favorite. And honestly, you know, the worst of days, you know, you get an email like that and you're like, you know, you know you're, you're back on track. And you know, ready to you know conquer any challenge which comes comes in your way, right? So that honestly, you know, has been uh, my my highlight uh, when it comes to uh, reading reviews from our customers. And I think w- what you said about sort of digitally native entrepreneurs and businesses staying close to customers and actually hearing from customers and taking those insights is really important. And and I think something for everyone to take note of, right? Accountability, having that conversation, and, and Bala putting his email address in every single pack. There's a lot about what the brand stands for and, and, and what the message is, really, right? So, so Bala, I'm gonna I'm gonna shift gears a little bit and, and move to scale, right? So scale is something that T2C entrepreneurs, consumer brands dream about. Um it's something we live for, right? And Vadam saw this much earlier than than a lot of us, right? And I always believe that entrepreneurs spend a lot of time to establish product market fit, but then one day it just clicks, right? And the scale starts coming. Um so tell us about sort of how you spent time establishing the product market fit and then when you sort of smelt the business and said okay now now this is really scalable no, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, interesting question, Arjun. Right? I think first of all, what I would like to mention in interest of you know every entrepreneur hearing this, you know, is I think you know sometimes scale can also getting scale. You know, can also be being at the right place at the right time. And uh, you know, we at Vadam we feel fortunate that you know we were we were able to sort of early on figure out some of those things, and have been able to scale whatever we have been able to do till now. Uh, so I think uh, that's number one. I think you know what is common to all of us as entrepreneurs and you know what I believe is the ultimate uh, key to you know finding scale is you know customer obsession as you keep talking about uh, in your podcast as well with with fellow entrepreneurs you know if you can get that right because ultimately you know in consumer brands you know uh, it's, it's not that complicated right I mean we're selling a product which a customer would like you know if you keep hearing them you will ultimately find the right product at the right place at the right price point and you know when you do that you know things start scaling up right so that is uh, so you know just, just keep hunting for for that you know as an entrepreneur and you know sometimes you know folks get it early sometimes it takes time but you know people who are persistent ultimately end up getting it right and you know there are there are enough examples we can talk about on that front about finding product market fit at Wadham Arjun to be very honest you know for us there was no defining moment because you know tea was this massive multi multi-billion dollar market and you know we were not very early on when we started we were not doing something very unique what we were doing is we said we will take a better product a fresher product under a brand story which you will connect with much better than you know a foreign brand which does not even know what's happening in 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 our country right and we will make it available right so that was basically the premise so for us you know uh, the first set of bloggers uh, telling us you know that this is absolutely the best and freshest tea they have had was honestly a uh, product market fit if i could put it like that and you know honestly till today right being a digitally native brand you know we we keep doing a lot of experimentation and innovation around product right so we keep launching a lot of products and you know have this entire feedback group where you know iterate the product get it better you know deal with products which are not working and then of course products which we identify you know as working we try to scale that up further right so for us that process that journey continues to be a part of our dna and will be a part of our dna going forward as well right so so yeah that's how we look at product market fit you know at badem I think, I think you said a very interesting thing as, as well, right? You said we constantly keep launching new products and, and we have this feedback loop with customers where we keep trying these experiments, right? And so sort of, I wanted to talk to you about products and new products, right? While India drinks tea in one way, the world may be drinking tea differently and, and having your sort of feet in multiple markets. Tell us how you think of new products now that you have so many products that you've launched, right? And and the other thing I wanted to talk to you about was localization. Do you think of products for a specific market, or or do you say, no, let's try this and see how it works in the in the rest of the world? Right. No, I'll answer your uh, second question first, Arjun. No, for us, localization, not too much. Given, you know, like I said, a third of quality tea comes from India. Hence, what we have realized is that consumer preferences are very very similar relatively but yes we do a lot of localization now you know when we've built some scale in a market what we've realized is obviously we try to go deeper in our feedback and you know sort of iterate on the product so for example you know the kind of chai tea we will sell in the US might be very different from the chai tea uh, you know chai we will sell in in Germany or you know or India for that matter similarly for say a flavor tea or a green tea right so that localization is you know now now deep rooted in what, what we are uh, sort of doing And secondly, I think uh, around product, you know, what I have personally realized is that, uh, you know, uh, given the category we are in, right, um, I think consumers love trying out new flavors, right, so even though they might stick to, you know, their favorite and consume that regularly, but they would love to continue to experiment with new flavors and, you know, that's what we at Badham have done, right, I mean, we were among the first few brands to launch this range of organic turmeric first herbal teas, right, and that was clearly something which came out of direct consumer feedback right Uh, and you know as we speak we have a bunch of products in the pipeline right so I think uh, you know given how fast you know uh, how fast the business environment is changing you know how digital has made everything so quick you know innovation has to really catch up with that and you know as a brand we try to do that you know on a weekly monthly quarterly annual basis right uh, and I think that's that's very critical you know for a brand like ours to you know sort of survive and be relevant for many 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 years you know if we can set that up I think you know we're in for a long term brand building process right is at least what I think I think one one really important thing that you said is many 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 years right and that's the that's the way to think about it can I think about this brand to become a legacy and, and I think that that thought process makes you take decisions the way that that you have taken them um, and so Bada, actually Badham is one of probably the most awarded companies I know but for me at least uh, while building Dr. Vedas, the few awards and accolades that we got they didn't mean as much as my grandmother telling me how proud my granddad would have been had he seen Dr. Vedya's where it was right, and and you said something about about how your father feels about what you're doing. Um, so I thought being loved by Oprah and Ellen is pretty cool. Uh, but which accolades or or which moments do you care about the most, right? Which which on the bad days really sort of keeps you going. No, absolutely, agreed Arjun, completely, I think, you know, uh, even though Oprah, Ellen, all of them are super critical, very important turning points in our journey, I think getting those, you know, emails, like I said, from that Indian, say, in the United States, I think that, that's, that just changes your, you know just, just changes how you think about your business but if I had to pick one I would definitely say that the Opera endorsement was special you know multiple reasons one as you know right Opera is this big chai lover you know she's known to love Indian tea she's done a lot of work you know a lot of philanthropic work in education in India you know a thirdly Starbucks had actually you know uh, had commercially signed her for an endorsement deal with Tiwana Opera Chai so you know when we were actually building Madam. Uh, you know, I remember telling this to my team as well, thinking it to myself that if there is anybody in America who should really connect with our story, with our product, with our vision, has to be Opera, right? And when that obviously happened, uh, you know, I think uh, more than more than anything else, I think it it was just like a validation for us as a team that okay, you know, we are, we are doing something right, and let's just keep doing what we are doing, right? So yeah, I would I would have actually pinpoint. That one endorsement to be super special. Yeah, and I think that you know, as we undergo this journey of entrepreneurship, right, it's the embodiment of a roller coaster. Right, I'm I'm scared of roller coasters, but I don't go on roller coasters when I go to an amusement park. But but as an entrepreneur, I've pointed that right? you have the the best days and, and the worst days. But I think that that these defining moments make you sort of believe that it's all worth it, right? So I think the the, the next question I had was, you know, if you can tell us. About your advice for chugging along, right? Because many times in this Vadam journey and, and many times for me in the Dr. Vedya's journey, I just thought to myself, like, why am I doing this? Why am I not able to go out on a Friday night and just relax and have dinner with my friends? Why am I even at a family dinner on my phone all the time, just panicking or worrying about something, right? So, so that that's that's the reality. That's how that's how life is. But tell us about your advice of how you keep chugging along. No, absolutely. I think very rightly mentioned, right? I think entrepreneurship. I think one of the key learnings has been that it, it can be lonely. It can be a very big roller coaster. I think you tend to see the positives from the outside, but inside it is actually a very, very lonely, lonely journey. Especially, you know, if you are a if you're a single founder, that is right. But I think I think honestly, for me, uh, you know, what keeps me going, or I think my advice to anybody would be right: if you're, you know, if your central mission is actually What's driving you, right? I mean, you might have a bad day, you know, but if your central mission continues, is is critical, it's big, it's something. You know which you really work towards i think you know i mean you will get over you know those those early days right? and you know i think for me like you know like i had mentioned earlier as well right apart from the fact that you know uh you know being a single founder you know you can't really talk about your failures with a lot of folks but you know you can actually share successes with your customers right every happy customer for me is a success story right is my personal success story so i think you know when you read that and then you know the best part about building a consumer brand is there's plenty of that Positive or negative, you'll get plenty of, you know, uh, feedback around you, right? So I think that is something which has driven me uh, big time, and that just reminds me, you know, of of you know the the vision, vision and the dream. You know, we are trying to build to see a Indian brand, you know, in global markets, you know, alongside all these big uh, global legacy players, right? So, so for me, that's that's been uh, you know uh, central to you know any challenge I faced. Uh, and you know that's helped me solve for most of the concerns I've had in my entrepreneurial journey. I think that that's a sort of really deep thought, right? Remember your central mission, and even on the tough days, if you if you remember that you're doing something much larger, um, you you'll get past those days. And I think that's what that's what kept me going as well. So, Bala, uh, before we wrap up, I'm gonna have a little bit of fun with you. It's a quick rapid fire round. So just. Just one, tell me the first thing you think of when I ask you this, right? I'm going to go with the first one. What's your favorite brand? Forest Essentials. I love what they're doing uh, as an Indian brand and taking Ayurveda, you know, luxury Ayurveda, you know, Indian consumers. So, I, I absolutely love what they're doing. I think they were a big inspiration to me as well. I'm going to give you a tougher one now, Abana. What's your favorite tea? My favorite tea is definitely Vahadam one, but within Vadam, if you're asking, I think… Within Vadam, uh, within Vadam. <laughs> I think it's very tough to answer but I, I actually am a big fan of the Darjeeling musketal. You know, irrespective of the fact that we have so many other flavours now. But I love the, uh, you know, your your pure Darjeeling muscatel which is harvested in, you know, uh, June, June and July in Darjeeling. Awesome. Uh, what's your go-to brand at a grocery store? That's a tough one. Huh? I actually, I, I don't know, I might just pick up a tight <laughs> <that>, book. <laughs> yeah, you have, to, you, have to, you have to be honest. Yeah, so, so Bala, yeah. online or offline consumption? Online disruption for sure. Android or iOS for you? I've been an iOS user all, all throughout. Uh, so yeah, iOS for me. What's the app you spend the most time on? Gmail and Instagram. Okay, yeah, like most of us. And uh, last one um since we can't really travel that much right now which is the first place you will go to whenever the world does eventually properly open i think maldi is because i have been seeing your pictures on instagram and now i want to go to maldi you've been there i think twice last couple of years i need to go and uh, just check out all the places you posted on your instagram no awesome so so Bala, honestly it, it's been a it's been an absolute pleasure i think for me this session has been really insightful because it was chris and your clarity of mission is is really something that a lot of people listening to this will will get. So so. thank you so much for taking out the time. And to our listeners, thanks for listening. Until the next episode, we'd love to hear back from you on feedback, questions or anything else. I'm available on Instagram at AB or and on LinkedIn at Arjun Vaidya and I'd love to chat. Also, don't forget to click the subscribe icon. And if you like what you hear, please click the share button and click and share with family and friends. We're nothing without our listeners. Thanks so much, Bala. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks, Arjun. And thanks for everything you're doing for the ecosystem.